Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by DraftKings. If you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX after placing just a $1 bet on any NFL game and either team scores a point, you are going to receive $100 in free bets instantly. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay Smith, and today I am joined by Espo. Ahoy, hoy. And Gerald. Hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Good. How are you guys? Good. We get a reprieve from Saul, so I'm feeling great. He's over on his <laughs> uh, his quote unquote business trip. Yeah, he's at the DNVR bar, so I don't feel too bad for him. <laughs> I'll say that. Lucky him. What a business trip to be on. Am I right? <laughs> Well, someday we'll get someday we'll get to do that, and we'll get to make fun of the uh, Nuggets guys in the process. So it'll be a win all around when the three of us head up there. Yes, absolutely, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited for that. So, guys, it's Friday, and Fridays we are known for having some fun on this show. So I figure we will stay in our lane and do that here today. You guys ready to play a little? Would you rather? Oh, I thought this was Absolutely. an all analytics show when you said it was going to be fun. <laughs> thought we were going to let Gerald have some fun finally. So. That, that'll oh, come on Monday, I think. <laughs> Don't worry, Gerald. We'll get you on Monday. We'll do some things for you then. Let's, yes. let's <laughs> would you rather this. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather? All right. We'll start off with a fun one that Gerald actually sent in that I thought was really interesting. Would you rather deal with wet socks? Or a wet towel for the rest of your life. I have to wear this constantly. Is that the premise, Gerald? Every time you put on socks, they're a little wet. Or every time you dry off with a towel, it's a little damp. Oh, it's it's a little damp on the towel. Socks in a wet in a shoe and having to do that for a longer period of time. I, the towel's going to get damp anyways when I when I use it. I'd much rather just start there than deal with the squishy socks and the pain that that eventually causes your skin and the uncomfortableness. It's a no-brainer for me. I'm with you, Espo, 100% damp towel because you can air dry at that point. It just may take a little bit longer, but wet socks are going to bother you all day, every day. <laughs> like, I'm good on that. Okay, wait, maybe maybe I should clarify. Because when I was thinking wet socks, you know, like when you're like cleaning up in the bathroom and you put socks on and you like step in water on the floor. And it's not like your socks are dripping wet, but it's that annoying, like I just put on clean socks. They felt nice and warm. 
and I just stepped in a little bit of water. It's not going to last you all day, but it's so annoying. <laughs> I picked literally two of my worst pet peeves because I couldn't decide on this one. So does that change your answers at all? You know, if you more effectively use the towel originally, <laughs> you don't have to worry about the sock problem, right, Jerry? But what if it's damp? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, all the more reason to just throw it on the floor then so the water doesn't get on the floor, right? <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I guess that's fair. With the new information, Gerald, I think I might pick wet socks because it's easier to swap out socks than it is a wet towel. Like if you if your towel's damp, like washing towels is a bigger load than throwing a sock in a laundry basket and letting it sit there until you're done with all of your socks. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys in uh, on something. I hate socks in general. What? I hate socks. And honestly, I hate shoes. I am a flip flop guy, which you'll never see on set because, uh, you know, no, I don't want anybody to see my feet, but I am a flip flop guy. So the thought of socks in general is uncomfortable for me to begin with. And then you add a little water on those socks. I'm like, nope, I'd rather cut my foot off than deal with that. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I wear my Nike slides everywhere when I'm not in a professional setting, but I for this one, I'd probably go damp towel. Just because I, uh, there's nothing that pisses me off and sets me in a foul mood than when I'm like cleaning up the bathroom and I step in water and I'm just like, where did that come from? Why? My whole day is ruined now. <laughs> I love that Gerald put himself in uh, in a situation <laughs> that he knew he wasn't going to be able to choose between. <laughs> he picked his two least favorite things to throw out here. This uh, is my know. Sophie's choice. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I want to see you wear your Nike slides with your suit to one of the games. <laughs> see, oh, no. See what happens. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I think you should totally do that. That would be funny. <laughs> I also, I also, like, I, I, I don't know. So, yeah, so, I, I'm staying with the socks. I can't, I can't stand socks at all, so. All right, good choices. Okay, let's do, would you rather have Chris Paul rest for 10 to 15 games and finish third? but be rested for the playoffs or play all of the games, finish first, but be burnt out. I mean, I I'd definitely go with the first one where he misses 10 to 15. They slide into that three spot. I really do think in a playoff series, it's going to be hard to beat this team four times in seven games. Like the Lakers are old nuggets and Clippers might be getting their stars back by then. I, I don't think the regular season means as much for the Suns as it did last year. I struggle because nah, I don't. It, it yeah, you you rest him. <laughs> I, I I for a second I struggled and then I was like, no, because we saw what a what Chris Paul running on empty looks like in the playoffs. And a lot of people could argue that's why you blew a 2-0 lead in the finals, because he just he didn't have have the energy left. I have no problem with the uh, with letting him rest a few and, and fall in a few spots. I'd even say you could fall to four as long as you keep home court advantage, at least for that first round. Uh, I think it's all right. The only thing that makes you think maybe is how great the fans were in the playoffs here where you'd want home court throughout, but I think you want them rested. I'm with you guys. I definitely would rather have a well-rested, ready-to-go Chris Paul than a burnt-out Chris Paul heading into the playoffs. All right. Would you rather 
have Devin Booker be an MVP candidate or DeAndre Ayton be a defensive player of the year candidate this upcoming season? I mean, I feel like I'm biased, but I'm going to go with Devin Booker on this one. As I feel like DeAndre Ayton can still be a really effective defensive player without winning Depoy. But like if Devin Booker's playing at an MVP level, that means that some of the load is taken off Chris Paul. That means the Suns are playing at a really high level that Devin Booker is giving, getting the credit he's deserved for years now. Um, and that means that the Suns are probably top one or two in the West if Devin Booker is an MVP candidate. So I'm going there. I have never heard it called depoy. That sounds like some kind of dish you get in Hawaii. <laughs> I'll take the depoy, please. No, uh, I, I think I, I – I think I disagree here, Gerald. And as a matter of fact, I do disagree. I don't just think I disagree. <laughs> uh, look, if DeAndre Ayton is defensive player of the year, that means you have a defense that's no longer ninth and and good, but not great. You now have what's probably a, a top three defense in the league. It means he's fully engaged on that side of the ball uh, and, and hasn't abandoned – uh, what made the team better last year. The whole fear is DeAndre is going to want to get his, right, with everything going on. If he commits on the defensive end and gets a gets depoy, as you say, uh, <laughs> I, I think they're in a much better position because Devin Booker can still have a Devin Booker year like he did last year and not be in the MVP conversation necessarily and, and still – take that load off Chris Paul. So I'm going DeAndre Ayton as defensive player of the year. That's I fair. One quick thing, though. I, they were sixth in defensive rating last year. I just wanted to point that out. I thought they were ninth. Maybe I read that stat wrong. I'll take six. But still, I think they could be top three, uh, even top two, if you get DeAndre Ayton as a defensive player of the year. I don't like having to be the tiebreaker in this one. Um, <laughs> Deal with it, Lindsay. You're the judge. Just know, that's the way it works. I know. Just know that we will it. both be hurt if you don't pick our side. I know. That's the worst part. <laughs> wait, wait, she's going to do what she did with the cookies yesterday and just be like, I think <laughs> both. I both. Choose both. <laughs> both. I choose both. That's what I'm doing. I choose both. Why can't we have both? Because that's not how this game works. <laughs> it, that, that it would be called... Here's what you have, not would you rather, if it was bold. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to go. So then I'm going to take basketball out of it, and I'm just going to go with my emotions. That's how I'm going to make this decision. And I'm going to go with Devin, MVP candidate, because Devin's been through the ringer a little bit longer than DeAndre has, and I think it would be nice for him to have that. So that's how I'm, that's how I'm deciding this one. Devin right. Booker, MVP candidate. That's Sorry. fair. So. Fine. Gerald can win. <laughs> By the way, I did win the uh, the poll on the cookies, so so I'll yeah. let Gerald win this. So. You did win. I think I was the only vote for those lemon cookies. It's because really nobody were. knows what they're actually called. They're like Savannah smiles. What am I rooting? Or am I voting for a teen novel here? What is this? You know, <laughs> there's were cookies. Oh man! All right. Would you rather watch a regular season game courtside or a high stakes playoff game from the nosebleeds? Uh, I'll go first, Gerald. I'll, I'll take high stakes playoff game from the nosebleeds 
this is going to be first world problems that I'm about to go into, and I'll probably take hate. It's at Espo if you want. Actually, no, send all hate to at Saul underscore Bookman if you dislike what I'm about to say. But uh, look, I spent the I probably sat 160 games courtside in my time working for the team, watching basketball that wasn't necessarily meaningful, and it's a great experience. It's very cool to see it. I. I wouldn't trade that for much, but watching game two of the NBA finals with my back to the, to the wall in the upper deck was a better experience than I ever had sitting that close to the athletes. There's just something magical about a high stakes game being in the building, regardless of where you're at. So I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah. I'd have to agree as, as someone who's been able to sit in both scenarios like in the finals way up in the effing vodka lounge uh, that's not i'm not saying effing i'm saying it's literally called the effing vodka lounge 50 or, cents vodka company thank you very much yeah or sitting courtside for regular season games like sitting courtside is really cool and it's an awesome experience but there's nothing like playoff basketball especially here in phoenix now so gotta go with that one I think we all have a very unique perspective on this question. So I'm going to go with the opposite because had I not been given the opportunity to sit courtside for regular season games, I think it's not often that people get to sit courtside. And so I don't want to, I'm, I'm not taking that experience for granted. And I think it was a really, my first time sitting courtside was like super cool. Cause I was like, this is crazy. Like I can't yeah. believe I'm in this situation. Um, so I'm going to pick sitting courtside for a regular season game because I don't think enough people get the opportunity to do that. I think that's, that's fair. I mean, I, I think that's fair. And yes, Gerald and I are snobs. We're like, Hey, we've done yeah. this before. <laughs> uh, I, I think that, I, I think the thing is once, once courtside is great. Uh, and I think everybody should experience it one, at least once. But after that, I think a lot of people would say the same thing that, being in the building for a finals game, you know, if you've experienced a regular season game like that is a no brainer after that. But yes, I wish every fan could get at least one game courtside because it is a, it is a cool experience to see athletes of that caliber, that up close and personal. It's definitely a tough one because you guys make really good points and, you know, playoff atmosphere basketball is, is insane. And it was so much fun. I sat in the nosebleeds for the finals game, one of the finals games this past season, and it was unbelievable. It was so cool. But if you happen to be courtside and you like have a child with you and you end up getting one of Chris Paul's shoes or Devin Booker's Jersey, like that's an experience you will never forget. And those typically only happen when you're close to courtside or courtside. So that, that's fair. I mean, that's, that's an added. Yeah. If you go, a potential if, you go next, value, yeah. if you go next level like that, sure. I mean, well, working for the team, I never had a, you know, marching Gertot turn around and take off his Jersey and toss it to me. So I don't know. I can't speak to what that would feel like, but one thing again, first world snobby problems, but that I always found about courtside was the view is, is, is odd the perspective you have because you're so used to watching basketball from kind of an elevated perspective on TV. Then when you get courtside and you're seeing it at a very flat dimension, it, it made me, you, you lose some of the perspective of, 
of the overall of what's going on in a game. Again, first world problems, but that was something <laughs> I noticed. So no, I mean that's a good point for sure because you definitely do miss out on a couple things. Yeah. All right, moving on. Would you rather win one hundred thousand dollars right now, or watch the Suns win a championship in the next three years? Oh <laughs> uh, man, I mean, I I feel like it's championship, but I had to think about it a little bit, maybe because I'm trying to buy a house up in this market right now. <laughs> like that hundred thousand ain't helping you at all, Gerald. You need like five hundred thousand. Yeah, but that covers a fair your point. down payment and then some, though, if you can find a house. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm going with Suns winning the championship. That would just be so cool. It's been 53 years here in the Valley. They're the longest tenured NBA franchise without a championship. And it would be really cool to cover one. Like last year, covering even a playoff game was just the goal. And then I got to cover a finals run, covering a championship team. I mean, that would be something. Last year was already something I'll never forget. Covering a title team would definitely be in that same category. Uh, Business-wise, I tend to think if the Suns win a win a championship in the next three years that helps the business here. So we'll probably recoup uh, at least some of that money that we, we let go by not taking the hundred thousand. So <laughs> selfishly, I'm going to take, take the title now uh, as a fan and as, uh, as an employee of PHNX. So yeah, I'd go, I'd go title. I mean, you could have said a hundred thousand now or a title any year between now and when you die. And I'd say, give me, Give me the title. I, I the hundred thousand, whatever. I'll spend that on something stupid, but I'll never forget a uh, a son's title. So, <laughs> but see, I here's thought- the caveat: is it's only within the three years. So, like, if you take the hundred thousand, they could still win a title, but it just wouldn't be in the next three years. Yeah, but I get the guarantee, right? Right. <laughs> I'm. I've spent thirty three of the thirty eight years I've been on this planet uh, watching the Suns. And I've always had the it could happen, but if I had the guarantee about in the next three years, yeah, you take you take that guarantee, <laughs> right? I'd probably you know if you I, I I if you listen to my dad, I'd probably put all that money in the in the DraftKings sportsbook app. So uh, <laughs> so I probably want the title. So well, you guys are going to be really mad at me because I'm definitely taking a hundred grand. Take the um, money. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's really mean. And please don't yell at me in my mentions because I do want the Suns to win a championship. But, like, I'm sorry. A hundred grand's a lot. A hundred grand could change a lot of things for a lot of people and, like, set you up for potential success down the road or retirement or help out family members or whatever. I'm going to take the money for this one and then just hope, <laughs> cross my fingers, that in year four we get that championship. I love Lindsay goes all altruistic, and I'm like, to hell with happiness and family. <laughs> I, want, I want the memory, damn it. I, I want gratification now. <laughs> my daughter can fend for herself. I want a, I want a happy memory, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all oh, right. Shit. Would you rather – have one contract signed, either DA or Mikel, before the deadline, or neither contract signed? I'd rather have one at least. I mean, I feel like there's no benefit to having neither versus one. Like maybe if you sign Mikhail and don't sign DA, maybe he's pissed off. So I guess I could see that angle, but Mikhail's not going to make as much money as DA and his people are talking about. So I don't really think it'd be 
that type of situation. Maybe it would, maybe I'm wrong, but it's I'd rather have at least tech. one signed. I I'm going neither because uh, I'm a, uh, I'm like, as the Joker said in the Dark Knight, an agent of chaos. And if this, if things are gonna go chaotic and go sideways, might as well just go all in. Why, why take care of one guy? Make it where next off season is just a total, you know, shit show. Basically, uh, if if you're gonna go that direction, I think, I think if you do sign McHale, it will upset Da because this does not seem like it's necessarily about the money at this point it seems like it's about the respect and and that is a sign of uh, likely in his mind of disrespect that you won't get me done but you're going to take this guy uh and get get him done so like uh i'll go neither at this point i hope it's both but i'll go neither the suns really hurt you to expect chaos and to crave it didn't they Have you were you around for anything other than last year? <laughs> like, come on! Like, oh my, no! One of my first memories of sports is John Paxson. Like, and then it hasn't gotten much better since then. It's got it's gone to dark places. So yeah, I you know, I'm all right with chaos sometimes. <laughs> if it's, I'm a believer. If it's going to be bad, might as well be completely crazy, right? Oh boy. Espo, I'm with you. I would rather have neither because also I think there might be some solidarity between DA and Mikel throughout the season where they're like, we're both in this together. Like, let's get through it together. Maybe. I don't know. Because I do feel like if you sign one and not the other, it could cause a little bit of um, issues there. And I don't want to have those. Has Chris Paul not made enough money between his NBA contracts and and the state farm stuff to just give both these guys the money and say pay me back when the contract hits so everybody could just be happy this year that's all i want i we can we deserve nice things here and that's all i want all right we'll start a gofundme espo how about that i know right (laughs) yeah we'll get we'll get about 300 bucks and then it'll be like well this isn't gonna help anybody all right we're not getting anywhere on this one well you know what we could do espo we could make a whole bunch of bets and hope that we win enough money on DraftKings in order to pay these guys this contract. I say we combine the two ideas. We go GoFundMe, right? We get as much as we can. Then we take that and we put it in a same game. We put that in a same game parlay that you can do on, on DraftKings. And we go like, here's, here's, you know, let's say we get lucky. We get like 12,000 bucks from, uh, from fans in this GoFundMe, and we parlay it to here's 190 million. Da, have fun with it. You know, this is us signing your contract. Uh, to hell with anybody that doesn't want to give you the max, right? Oh, yeah. I, I'm down. Let's just I think do the it. CBA we'll raise allows a bunch it. of money and then gamble it all away and potentially win a whole bunch of it. We'll, we'll be the next fire festival. It'll be great. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I'm the one that wants chaos. You bring up the fire festival. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Espo, I forgot to ask you during yesterday's show, your potential $30,000 payout, what was that about? Did it work? 
It was an eight leg same game parlay in the Bucks Eagles game. And do you think I'd be sitting here if I won thirty thousand dollars off of twenty five bucks? I probably would have taken the day off and taken the misses out to a sweet, sweet day on the town. I mean, and spent about spent about a hundred that money and then put the rest back in the DraftKings app. So. So that that the answer is no, you didn't, didn't win that. I'm I'm really sad for you. I'm really it, sad for you. I don't think I hit any of the legs, honestly, of the eight game parlay. But why I did it was because they were they were offering a, uh, a basically a free bet on any same game parlay. So it was a no no risk. They Wait. right after I lost it, they refunded me my uh, twenty five bucks in a free bet. So I thought you were only one leg away from hitting it. Oh no. I was no legs. Uh, uh, I was. You see, you seem I, so upset in the chat. Like, oh, I was so close to thirty k. Hey, look, I was. I bet I, I. You know, it was possible. And then, then I was like a a chair at Goodwill, no legs. Like it was just a just no legs that I hit on. Right? It was just sad. But I'll get back on the horse because I got the got the free bet back on it mm-hmm. and uh, i'll probably well, maybe i'll even go WNBA uh on on the finals maybe that'll be the next in-game parlay i don't know do it i support that i mean listen the best thing about DraftKings is that there's so many opportunities to bet with zero risk because they're either giving you free bets or they're like you said as refunding you in a free bet if you if you miss like there's just so many great ways to gamble within the DraftKings Sportsbook app without having a whole lot of risk. So fans, if you guys are watching or listening, you want to get in on the action, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX when you sign up. And after placing just a $1 bet on any NFL game, you are going to win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. And the last time... An NFL game ended in a 0-0 tie was 1943. So this is basically a no-brainer. So that's the code PHNX when you sign up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 and older, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Yeah, the All NBA right. was in its in its infancy the last time there was a zero zero tie in the NFL. So that's how that's how uh, how good that deal is. You're almost guaranteed to get a hundred dollars in free bets. I won't say a hundred percent, but you're basically there. Uh, I'll say it. You're guaranteed. <laughs> All right. If if somehow there's a zero zero tie this weekend, uh, I will eat a shoe on Monday's show. All right. And literally, I will eat part of a shoe on Monday's show if there's a zero zero tie in the NFL. He does oh. hate shoes. Actually, I'll eat part of a, a, a wet sock on show uh, just to make Gerald uncomfortable. Yeah, oh, I'd we'll hate that. We'll make sure it's a new sock. We'll make sure it's a new sock. All right. Would you rather be a Jedi in Star Wars, a wizard in Harry Potter, or a Marvel superhero? Oh, this is easy. Would I rather be a total and complete nerd or super awesome? I'd be a superhero. Like, come on. Like, You're just offending all three nerdy fan bases at once. <laughs> no, there's nothing nerdy about being a superhero fan, all right? There, there's something nerdy about Star Wars and Harry Potter. All right? How dare you, sir? <laughs> Nerds! 
This is another one that is brutally tough for me. And of course, I came up with the question because um, <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Hogwarts, like reading Harry Potter. It seemed like a pretty dope place to go to school. I'm not minus all the kids dying and stuff like that, but minus the bad <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like a Jedi would be awesome because lightsabers are very cool and being able to move shit with your mind, like that's, I mean, that's the dream. <laughs> I'm I'm picking a wizard in Harry Potter because people they <laughs> listen, Gerald. You brought up a good point. Minus all like the kids dying and stuff, but people <laughs> died in Star Wars and in all the Marvel movies too. So true, true. Somebody's gonna die in all of these situations. Um, I'm definitely picking wizard in Harry Potter, but I'm gonna go rogue at Hogwarts and like <laughs> find all the the things that I'm not allowed to get into and just learn all of the things and then probably become the bad guy. Wait. So you are you are you Team Slytherin then? Is that what I'm hearing? Is that your house? No, I feel like I if I could pick, I would be Hermione, but without following all the rules. <laughs> like she needs to break a handful more of rules. And That's then, the then most dangerous like person in Hogwarts. Then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That, that would be <laughs> how, awesome. how does that shock you, Gerald? That Lindsay would <laughs> want to be the most dangerous person. And she, she's like, you know that Darth Vader fellow? That sounds interesting. He was good. And then he would eat like all black. I mean, fits the wardrobe and cool voice can do some evil things. I mean, like, yeah, she, she just took Hermione and put him on, on Darth <laughs> Vader's path. <laughs> Look, I, I'm going to admit something I can't again. Help it. <laughs> I have never read or seen a Harry Potter. I have what? never. I've never gone to Middle Earth, uh, you know, and and what? I, and I begrudgingly watched Star Wars movies as a child. So oh, there you man. go. I'm revoking your nerddom status with me. That is exclusively mine now. <laughs> Fine, you can be the nerd. I'll be the cool one now. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, how the turntables! <laughs> All right, would you rather? Robert Ori or Tim Donaghy never existed. Robert Ori. Robert Ori was in the path of the suns numerous times. Tim Donaghy, we don't, we're not even a hundred percent sure how bad he screwed the suns, but we know Robert Ori did it uh, throughout the decades. Like not nah, Robert Ori in a heartbeat. I'd snap just like Thanos out of existence. I literally just composed that question to hear Espo rant about Robert Ori for a few <laughs> seconds. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not advocating anybody do anything, but if I could just snap my fingers and it wiped it from history, I'd probably do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd probably go Robert Ori. That, that check, that hip check on Steve Nash will never ever fade from memory. And, and like Espo said, we don't know how much Tim Donahue really affected things. We know that he screwed them over, but, uh, yeah, you got to go Ori on this one. I'm with you guys. This one's a sweep for sure. Like he, Robert Ori ruined that NBA 75th commercial. Like everything else <laughs> is really cool. In it. And the little girl's like, Robert Ori. And then like, I'm like, unless you're going to flip him off next, this commercial's done for me. <laughs> that 10-year-old needed to give him the finger. Like he holds up the seven fingers and she just gives him one back. Then I'd accept that commercial. All right. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. This one was sent in from Savage on the Suns on Twitter. And they asked, Would you rather keep DeAndre or Mikel? Would you rather keep DeAndre or Mikel and Cam, assuming 
leadership doesn't want to go deep into the tax. Hmm. So it's either DA or Mikhail and Cam? Yes, DA or Mikhail and Cam. Oh, I'm going to piss off a lot of people, but I'm going to go Mikhail and Cam because that's A, that's two players, and B, wings that can shoot and defend are at a premium in the NBA. And DA could become a two-way star. I'm not denying that. It's a really tough one. But I'm just that high on Mikhail and Cam's ceilings. And I feel like in the NBA to win, you need those rangy wings who can play multiple positions. You can't replace a lot of what DA does. I think he's going to be a top five center in the NBA. But like you can find something that's close to it, at least. Losing two wings of their caliber, there's not an easy way to come back from that, especially as Chris Paul gets older. This is like, would I rather stab myself in the eyes or stab <laughs> myself in the ears? Neither is a good option. <laughs> like, I don't like either, but I think you're right, Gerald, because let's be frank, rookie extensions are gambles. And if you ha- can improve your odds by having two rather than one, you do it because you're, you're right. Mikhail and Cam have amazing ceilings on both sides of the ball. Both have shown a a propensity for growth from season to season. And you know what, you know that these guys are going to work their asses off. Is there high, maybe as high as Deandre Ayton's is no, but I don't think their, their potential for uh, falling below the, the the, hitting their seal their floor rather than, uh, the not is that high. I think they are more likely uh, one of the two to hit who they who their potential is. So I go I go with you, Gerald. I go if I have to choose in this really awful awful situation, it's it's Cam and Mikhail. See, this is where if I were Hermione and willing to break the rules, it would really help us all out because I would just abracadabra Robert's brain and be like, go high, go all the way into the luxury tax. That's assuming there's not. I use it for good too, guys. That's assuming there's not already some dark magic in there that won't allow your spell to work. Fair, fair. (laughs) Um, I think I'll... I'll stick with you guys and go Mikel and Cam as well. Even though that I didn't like, I don't like that question at all. But thank you, Savage on the Suns for sending it in. We appreciate you. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. He's like, he I'm gonna be Savage on PH and X Suns right now and exactly. and force them to make the choice nobody wants uh, wants to have to make in any of this. So well, speaking of a choice that's really easy to make. Espo, you want to tell us about Manscaped? Manscaped. If you want your balls to to be fresh and uh, and not have to choose between one of the two, right? I mean, you don't want to have to choose it. That's a Sophie's choice. Nobody wants is is have to choose between those two. Uh, you can you can get the best male grooming uh, kit out there using the lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. If you use the code PHNX, you're going to get twenty percent off. And free shipping. That's not just for the men. Ladies love uh, the the lawnmower 4.0 to look. Hair is an everybody problem, and uh, Manscaped 
can help you take care of it. We'll even call it Womanscaped if it makes you feel a little bit better about using it if need be. So look, I, I'm not going to get too crazy today because Saul's not here. And I usually just do it to see how far I can push Saul to the edge on saying crazy stuff in these ad reads. So look, uh, as our friend Petey says, no nicks, no cuts, no fuzzy nuts, head over to manscaped.com. Use the code PHNX, save 20% and get free shipping. All right, guys, we've got just a few more left, so let's round things out. Would you rather John Paxson or Mario Ellie had missed their shot? Oh. <laughs> I also designed this one with Espo in mind. Oh. <laughs> you just Here's... came in, like, trying to ruin Espo's Friday. <laughs> I cho- he chose chaos. I chose violence today. Oh, this is... <laughs> you know what? I think this is the... I think the what really sucks about this is this is like mental exercise on a Friday. And like, my brain is already like, I give up. I don't want to think. And you're like, here are the toughest decisions you're ever going to have to make as a Suns fan. I know the Um, wet sucks, right? Mario Ellie, the path. If Mario Ellie misses that, the Suns win that, that second round series, the path to a title is much easier. Uh, You know, those, those Rockets teams won back to back without Jordan uh i would the path is easier you're you're the title favorite at that point and it was a a game seven that ali hit that shot in where if paxton misses it you're going into game seven against michael jordan uh where he's playing at another level i don't like my as much as i'd like i've always played that out as the suns win because they're at home i don't like those odds i'd take the I take what lied ahead of me after beating the Rockets over Jordan in a game seven of the finals. I just like to point out that (laughs) this, this is a testament to Michael Jordan that you would rather win a game seven in a second round series and still have two series to play than have one game against Michael Jordan (laughs) in the NBA finals to win a title. Think about that though. And you're not wrong. (laughs) I mean, because Jordan what what I'm setting myself up there for is everybody Paxson misses that shot, right? Everybody mm-hmm. in Phoenix now thinks it's destiny, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, much like after going up 2-0 against the Bucks, you think it, everybody thinks it's destiny. But this is one game you're going into where anything can happen, and the ultimate equalizer is Michael Jordan. I hate John Paxson with a passion because of of that shot. But imagine what if Jordan went into game seven and just dominated and did one of those. You've all seen Dumb and Dumber where Jim mm-hmm. Carrey in that fantasy scene punches into the guy's chest and rips his heart out <laughs> and holds it in front of him while it's still yeah. beating. That's what Michael Jordan would have done in a game seven potentially. And I'm not sure I, I'm psychologically messed up from John Paxson. I don't know how messed up I would be if Michael Jordan had ripped my beating heart out of my chest in a game seven. He he averaged 41 points per game in the first six games. So it's not like he was going to slow down in a game seven, but. No, I, I would, be, I'd be a blubbering mess. I'm thinking John Paxson because I would like to think, even though you explain very, very compelling reasons <laughs> why not to, I would like to think the Suns could have done it I, because, because as we have already established, I hate what ifs, 
Mm-hmm. But I like to think of what ifs in a positive way that it would have happened. So I'm just going to paint that picture in my head and live blissfully in that space. <laughs> Look, when Charles Barkley says, I thought God had told me that that we were going to win. And then I realized God was wearing number 23 on the other <laughs> on the other sideline. That tells you what you need to know. Like. I I just that yeah I I couldn't handle that I I think they win the title if Ellie misses I'm I'm not feeling very confident that they beat Michael Jordan in Game Seven so from a pure entertainment perspective though I would have loved the Game Seven between the Suns and Michael Jordan in the finals that would have been epic but sorry Lindsay yeah. what were you saying Did you pick Um no I didn't I just kind of lit the match and watched it burn. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably go uh I would rather Mario Ellie miss the shot as well. I I think I really do think that team would have won a title. And yes, it's sounds crazy to rather have two more rounds to go to a championship than just one game against Michael Jordan at home. But that, yeah, I I don't see any scenario where the Bulls lose that game, honestly. It's kind of crazy to say that, but I I would go Mario Ellie. Just come on over into my fantasy world. It's, it's chill over here, you guys. We're Where she's chilling. evil, Hermione. <laughs> that sounds like a, a real a real dangerous thing for Lindsay to say. I, I could just see all sorts of weird DMs you're going to get. We're going to cut that clip and just drop that at random times. No, right? it's not. <laughs> all right. Would, this one is just for the two of you. Just um, the two of us? Yes. Would you rather have Devin Booker's style but look like Frank Kaminsky or look like Devin Booker but have Frank Kaminsky's sense of style? (laughs) Poor Frank Kaminsky. (laughs) I love you, Frank. I hang out with Kaminsky (laughs) This is the negative is Frank Kaminsky both times. (laughs) 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 Shit. Um, I mean, I'm going Devin Booker's looks and Kaminsky's sense of style. And it's probably easy for me because I don't have a sense of style. But, you know, if you look like Devin Booker, it doesn't really matter what you're wearing half the time. So no offense, Frank. I love you. To be fair, sometimes Devin does rock Frank's style and it just looks good because it's Devin. (laughs) But I'd still take looking like Frank and dressing uh, dressing in those suits and some of the some of the stuff you rock. I count I count his cars as an accessory to his fashion as well. So I'd get to drive the cars too. So I'm I'm looking like Frank and I'm uh, I'm dressing like book uh, because I, I actually it's more close to reality anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> all right, this was another one from a friend on Twitter. Um, Don Wanny underscore asked. Would you rather pay DA less to pay Mikel more or give DA the max and risk losing Mikel? I mean, I feel like you could pay them both, honestly. But like, since we're in this place that we're in, I would probably go pay DA the max and risk losing Mikel because you can match any offer for Mikel next summer. If you don't pay, if you pay Mikhail more, like we talked about, that risks upsetting DA. And if you pay, pay Mikhail more, you're not going to get a discount on DA. Like he's not going to take less than the max at this point. So I feel like between these two very difficult 
choices, I would go pay DA the max and take care of Mikhail, match any offer, or just give him his own great offer next summer. Yeah, I think that's where I'd land too. I mean, in that situation, you're risking that you have to pay Mikhail the max next year as well if he has a, a great season. But in the end, pay the damn luxury tax. That's all I care about. So that, that's my choice. I, pay them both and pay them both handsomely and get this crap over with. You're going to have to pay them one way or the other. So you may as well keep them both here and happy. Like, it, let's just have the best of all the worlds, right? You mean don't piss off your, your stars? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I'm <laughs> with that one. All right. Would you rather have Cam Johnson's jumper, Chris Paul's basketball IQ, or DeAndre Ayton's dunking ability? Espa, I'll let you go first because I came up with that question. <laughs> mm. Since I'm a 5'9 guy and the closest I've ever come to dunking was like kind of clipping a rim with my fingertips when I was 16, I think I'd choose dunking just to know what that feels like. Like I've hit threes before, I've hit half court shots, you whatever. But uh, I'd much, I'd love to know what it's like to to powerfully dunk. All right, so I've dunked once in my entire life. It wasn't in a game; it was just messing around, and it was a really cool feeling. But there's nothing like when you are in the middle of a heat check and just launching from three, and everything is going in, and that's how Cam Johnson wakes up feeling every morning. <laughs> so. Yeah. I would probably Gerald, go with that. Gerald, you could quit today, spend the next year practicing your shot, and get there. I could quit today and never be able to dunk no matter what the <laughs> hell I did. You know? <laughs> I mean, as much as I practice my jump shot, it'd never be Cam Johnson's jump shot. So I could quit my day job and devote the rest of my life to shooting, and it still wouldn't touch what Cam Johnson could do. So I'm, I'm going Cam on that one. I think I'm with you, Espo. I would love to be able to dunk because I've always same same thought process. I've always been like, man, it's got to be such a cool feeling to just like dunk on somebody so hard, and then just like the adrenaline and the emotion after that. Like that's got to be such a cool and powerful feeling that I will never have the experience of having. Evil, evil Hermione just wants to dunk on people out here. Well, look, <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm there getting. With I'm right there with Lindsay, though. I'm like, I want to know what it feels like to snatch another man's soul at yes. the rim and just dunk yes. on it. Like I'm trying to turn my defender into a horcrux out here. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Like, look, I mean, unless unless if I become Cam, I can do what he did to PJ Tucker in the finals too. Then I'm all in on Cam. I'll hit the three. Then I'm gonna. I'm going to teabag you on the way there. Luckily, I've manscaped, so it's not that bad for you. No. So, right. That's fair, Espo. If I get all of Cam's game, not just the jumper, but also the ability to posterize some people, then I would definitely pick Cam. Because then you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. But what I if, definitely just want to put somebody on a poster real bad. Just Even <laughs> if it's just once. Like, if I could have Cam shooting ability the rest of my life, or I could get to posterize a guy once, especially mm -hmm. if I got to choose that individual... Oh, damn matter. right. I'm picking the dunk. <laughs> you're bar right. you're Barry Gossage out there with the lights and the camera, and I am slamming that shit home. Like, that's Thank what I'm you. doing. I'm with you. All right. Would you rather 
have the best jerseys in the league, like the coolest jerseys of all, with a crap arena or a state-of-the-art arena with a crap jersey? That's why I know where you're going to pick here, I think. This is tough for me because I spend a lot of time in the arena, so I don't want it to be a piece of shit. But at the same time, like, jerseys are jerseys. I, I... you can still have fun in an old arena, even if it's like run down. And that's kind of what the Suns arena was for a little while there. So as long as they have cool jerseys, I feel like that's what most fans care about. For for the entire Adidas run of uniforms, the Suns had crappy uniforms and a crappy arena. So <laughs> like, so either is an improvement if you just get one in this case so over the last decade. But you got to go the uniforms. Nobody, no fan is going, oh, shit, I rep, I rep the footprint center, baby. Look at my <laughs> arena. No, they're walking out with the jersey and they're wearing it and they're popping that and they're playing it in, in 2K and they're tweeting about how our jerseys are so much better than yours. When have you ever heard somebody go, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm a Knicks fan. We got the Mecca. You got a... Pfizer Center, we we got you beat. Like nobody's <laughs> nobody's arguing the the validity of an arena as a as a point of pride as a fan base. It's nice, it's cool. I love what they did with Footprint Center. It's a, it's a fun experience, but as a fan, I'm not taking any pride in that. I'm taking pride in the Valley jerseys. I'm with you, Espo. I also think jerseys are a little more accessible to the masses mm-hmm. than actually attending a game or attending multiple games. So I would rather have a cool jersey that more people can enjoy than a really cool arena that maybe less people could enjoy. Now, if you added in really cool arena with a badass court, like design court, I might have to think about it a little bit because the Valley jerseys are nice, but if they were playing it, wearing them on the regular court, I don't think the experience is as much. You throw that Valley court on and all of a sudden that's next level. You're watching it on TV. That's what you're seeing the whole time. I mean, that might sway me a little bit. But does it matter if your Jersey looks like trash on a nice court? (laughs) You're right. Jersey's all the way. (laughs) Jersey's all the way. Okay. Last one. Would you rather be on the DraftKings sportsbook app and get free bets or be a square? Uh, well, because of our laws here in this state, I had to be a square for a very long time. But now, since September 9th, when we launched this little venture and the app went live, I can be a cool dude on that Sports King or DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm going with that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Gerald chose that's all, square. That's, no. That's all I've got. <laughs> yep, exactly. We would rather be on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, placing bets with free money because we are using the code PHNX when we sign up. And by using that code, once we place just a $1 bet on any NFL game, if either team scores a point, we're going to get $100 in free bets. And then we're going to be in the Cool Kids Club on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Making some money, money. That sweet, sweet money, right, Espo? You got it. Big time. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. We had a lot of fun today. Let us know on Twitter if you guys disagree with any of our selections in today's Would You Rather game 
or if you're on our side, because we like to know if you're on our side as well. <laughs> I got one last one for you. Okay, would, what is it? Would you rather have a cool nickname or a large social following? <sighs> large social following. Yeah. Well, guess what? I got both. Go follow me at Espo. <laughs> I don't know how to top that one. So I guess, you know, Gerald, you can follow him at Gerald Bourget. And myself, you can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. And uh, Espo at Espo. Send us home, Espo. I have no Emmys, but I got the cool nickname. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs>